welcome to Franklin Covey's Be A Better Leader series. I'm your host, Lena Renee. I serve as the Senior Vice President of Professional Services and Client Facilitation for Franklin Covey. On this season of Be A Better Leader, we're talking all about how to help your leaders become even more successful in the midst of uncertainty and change. At Franklin Covey, we help organizations achieve results that require collective behavior change. And we know that the best performing organizations use a common execution framework to pursue and achieve their most important goals. In the next three episodes, we'll be talking about how to turn sporadic performance into a system of consistent, predictable results. Today, we're going to discuss why an execution system is beneficial to the success of your organization and how it can solve some of the biggest problems that leaders face, even when employees are remote, when they're not in the office. Because in today's environment, it's not enough to simply reach goals. We have to achieve breakthrough results. Success in a competitive world requires an exponential increase in performance, which comes through significant change in human behavior. Here with us today to talk all about how to get these breakthrough results is the best-selling author and global practice leader of execution at Franklin Covey, Chris McChesney. Chris, you are one of my favorite people oh. to be with. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I can't think of anything I would rather be doing this afternoon. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. delighted to be here. I'm sure that's true, Chris. It is. Okay, so let's dive right in. Okay. Most workforces are now remote or they're hybrid or distributed or they're in flux. So right. keeping that in mind, how do business unit leaders need to think differently about achieving breakthrough results? One of the things we're hearing a lot of right now, and I think this goes along with what's driven us into remote and hybrid environments, is that organizations have been, for the better part of two years, reacting to an enormous number of things that have, are happening outside of their control in the environment. And we're hearing so many leaders starting to talk about, we want to get back to our plan now. Yeah, okay, we've been heroic and we've responded. Yes. But, and and the, the, some, some of them will call it offense. Like, I've played enough defense. I just want to let's take it. Let's do something we want to so do true. and starting starting to get the mindset to go forward and to start to call our own shots. And that has, you know, it, that has some unique implications, particularly in a hybrid and in a remote environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel that myself. I mean, I don't know a single leader that hasn't been on the go pivoting over and over and over again the last few years. And in that change, it's pretty easy to lose sight of, you know, I have all of this to do and I'm missing the opportunity for forward momentum on the things that really matter. I mean, it's a bit of the challenge, right? I, I, like, um, I like something that Peter Drucker said, said that one of the hardest things for leaders to really get their head around is to think of their roles in terms of results as opposed to activities. You ask anyone about their role, they, they tend to, to stay within the, here's our function, here's what we do, here's the rule, instead of thinking about, all right, what do I have to actually achieve? And yes. one of the ways right now, particularly of all the complexities, one of the ways we've gotten folks to think about it is just gotten it right down to its basics and said, look, you got two jobs, leader. Job number one, don't break it, okay? You've been given responsibility for something, right? It's like the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. Like job number one, whatever you're responsible for, don't break it. And then job number two is, okay, you don't get to just do that. You also have to move the organization forward. And you know, what, 
really, ha you know, is the focal point. And, and the more you can sort of separate all the activities for sustaining the operation versus that breakthrough next result, we see organizations start to move forward once they get clear on that. Yeah. And in this, I think this hybrid or remote world, th that keeping things moving, keeping the engine going amidst change, it, there's plenty to do there, right? I mean, there's, there's more than time to do that. So it really becomes, you know, how do you, how do you carve out for yourself? But as a leader, I think one of the challenges in this new environment is keeping the whole team aligned. So let's talk about a couple of things yeah. specifically that can be done. I mean, if, even if I know as a leader, what the most important thing is, with the remote workforce, there are unique challenges in keeping everyone aligned. So what are you seeing in that and how are leaders addressing some of those challenges? It's interesting. Over the last couple of years, I've had a chance for some reason to talk to a number of leaders who got their job during the pandemic and have never met with their teams. Anyone. <laughs> right, you've, you've experienced this as well, right? And so they're trying to tell, like I've, I haven't heard it before, right? They're explaining to me, no, you don't understand. I've, I've never seen a three-dimensional version of these people. These people, yes. live, these people live in two dimensions. And then the other wrinkle associated with that is that as a leader, I, I, I have to believe at some level that the reason I got this job was because of my ability to relate to people. Mm -hmm. And I've never met anyone that doesn't take the role of being a leader seriously. And now that you've put me in this often two-dimensional environment, in some ways I feel like a lot of my skills are, are tied behind my back. And I don't, I don't get to use a lot of the capabilities that maybe got me my job and my role. Right. And I think, so back to your question about, all right, what, what can leaders do? You know, I think in some ways, and for some leaders, it might be good to have to not rely on your personality or your strength of presence. And I think in, in some ways you have to recognize that, that there's, there's, there's certain things that we can push as a leader because of our personality, our strength of character, right? And, and, and because it's, it's the right thing. And there's other things and the more difficult things we have to pull people into. And so yes. a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the really essential disciplines for good execution require a leader to pull people in. And that's not inhibited by a two-dimensional environment. Right. So I don't know, I'm being a little bit abstract. No, I love it. Does that it. make sense? It does. And what's coming to mind for me as you're saying this is, you know, I can communicate out one direction and you're right in person, maybe there was an element of EQ or presence or charm that might've helped. And, and it's a little different when we're um, virtual, but even if I'm really good at like this one way out, here's our goal, here's our goal, here's our goal. Yeah, yeah. There's just, there's just so much more noise, it feels like, and there's just so much more you have to cut through. And one of the things that you talk about that I think is particularly helpful for that cut through the noise is the idea of scoring and tracking progress. Because again, it's not enough to like, hey, everyone, once a month, remember our wildly important goal, you know, amidst all the other stuff, make sure you're doing that too. Yeah, and so yeah. talk, talk to us about like why scoreboards and, and tracking progress are important and what that looks like in a virtual world. Leaders that are able to create breakthrough results have to have the discipline of putting energy against non-urgent priorities. 
This is the this is the beginning and end of the topic. We're not built. That is not a built-in capability that we have, and it requires mechanisms. So we have to recognize that the strategic, non-urgent. You have to think a little bit about this. The work that we do that is really strategic will never feel as urgent as the day job. Totally. Right. Totally. So right off the bat, no leader gets a pass on that. Right. Right. Staying busy is not the strategic challenge. People, yeah. are, you know, everyone relates to this idea that we're going 100 miles an hour and weeks are going by and we're not getting any closer to our key priorities. Like that is the most relatable 100%. thing we yeah. say to people. And so the, there's all of this frenetic day job maintenance, sustainment energy that's part of every operation. The question is, has the leader created mechanisms to maintain energy against those other strategic, non-urgent activities? And the scoreboard is this mechanism for competing with the day job. Yeah, There's thousands of things we could measure in the day job, but when we talk about a player's scoreboard, we're talking about the ability to see two things. Can I see the key outcome or what we call the lag measure in real time? And can I see our strategic bet? Can I see the key activities, the key things that we've decided are essential to achieve that? And if that is in front of me, it's easier to continue to direct commitments and activities and energies against something that is tangible. And, and go, this really, Lane, it goes back to something you said at the beginning about executing in uncertainty. One of the things that really good clear scoreboards do is they take the ambiguity out of goal setting. People really don't well fear change. People fear, fear uncertainty. And when the disciplines of execution are implemented correctly, one of the things we notice is there's a lot less ambiguity. The goal doesn't feel like, oh, I don't even know where to start. Right. I don't right. right? Or where it's, I am. Or where yeah. I am. I'm running a race in the dark. Exactly. And so the scoreboard gets a lot of attention as a very tangible mechanism for knowing exactly what we are and making very specific commitments this week for what I'm going to do to move it. Um, one of the things that I've found interesting as we've kept really rigorous scoreboards is how much people respond to whatever scoreboard, no matter how silly or simple or complex, but even people, I mean, CEOs who are 30 years tenured in their career, like there's a scoreboard with a green cell in an Excel document and they're like, boom, like, or if it's red or yellow, Everything changes. Right? It has it really a, a disproportionate it. effect on human behavior. I'm, I'm, I'm reading James Clear's uh, Atomic, Atomic Habits for the Habit. third time, right? So good. And I know, so good, right? One of the things he says is of the 12 million mental receptacles, 11 million of them are dedicated to visuals. Oh, amazing. So, right, there's this huge disproportionate amount of our input, brain input associated with visuals, and it, it has a, a real dramatic effect on on our behavior. And in the absence of that kind of clarity, simply knowing something is important does not drive human behavior. Urgency, right. not importance, is what drives most people's behavior moment to moment. Yes, so insightful. And and much, and just even more relevant today than ever. So right. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much for being here with Thank us. Thank you. I love I love pleasure. this question. I love what we're wrestling with. It's, yeah, we're saying this with big smiles on our faces. This is really hard. <laughs> really it's, easy to talk about with yeah. a smile. Now we have to go do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it feels hard because it is hard. 
Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And to our listeners and our viewers, as you think about leadership today, ask yourself what steps you can take to execute in a way that gets breakthrough results, even in this new hybrid world as we're managing teams that are remote. Do you and your leaders have the right framework and system to achieve greatness? For more helpful resources on achieving breakthrough results, visit us at franklincovey.com.